Mandatory Midnight Special, everybody. That's right. The Magical Mandatory Midnight Special. We're jumping right in with a debate about hard-boiled eggs and how long they have been around. Why it's Googling currently. I want to... It'd be really cool if there's, like, this old parchment or something. With a boiled egg on it? With instructions of being, like... You know... Find a egg that has not been cracked or defiled by the chicken. And then it says, like, place water over a container that is viable. So it says humans have been boiling eggs for a very long time. By some accounts, accounts uh, it's about 5,000 B.C. Okay. With the invention of pottery. What's the Oh, because pottery, was that the first, was that the... was that the, like the first material that can be that they thought about heating up? No, because so- metal has been around longer than pottery, right? In ancient Rome, hard-boiled eggs were a common appetizer that people for people um, in in every meal. You know how? Um, do you guys think that the human body adapts to eating certain foods? Like okay. over generations. Do yes. you think that? Okay, yeah. so at what, like, who do you think was the first person to eat an egg, and do you think it was good for them, or do you think it made them sick? Because if the body wasn't used to eating an egg, and it has to kind of adapt to the bacterias, the proteins, the nutrients, mixed with maybe even the, <clears throat> you know, the items that come along with... I've- they, the egg, and I don't even know the I, details I hear where of you're it. coming from. I'm just saying, like... There might have been some things like that, but I don't think eggs, because they clearly were probably eating meat at this point. Mm-hmm. So they were eating, <clears throat> like, steaks and hamburger type thing. I mean, not ground up, but chopped up probably and stuff like that. I wonder, okay, <coughs> do you think people have... So veganism is like animal byproducts. Yeah. So you don't eat eggs if you're a vegan. Right. But it's not necessarily means it's bad for you. Oh, a vegetarian, you can have eggs. Can't, mm-hmm. right? mm. No. A vegetarian is in the name. It's vegetables. I swear. There's so many vegetarians that they don't eat meat, but they eat eggs. I know a this lot of... This is a thing. Now, I know a lot of vegans that eat french fries and beer. <laughs> and, well, <laughs> I just like... You, you yeah, associate you, veganism usually with healthy lifestyle, but it's, it's not necessarily. No, it's, you you no. you you identify it with vegetarianism. Okay. And vegetarians try not to eat like things that were living, you know, as far as animals go. But they'll drink milk. If you're yeah. vegan, you're not drinking milk because it's animal byproduct. Animal byproduct. Uh. So do, do eggs quantify that? Because that's not yeah. a chicken. Yeah, that's animal byproduct. So a vegetarian could then have an egg. 
I don't, wouldn't mess with their morals. I don't know. I'm I've known vegetarians, are vegetarian, but they only eat eggs as their uh, protein. As like well, not only eat eggs; they eat like beans and other Nuts. protein stuff, but. They they'll allow themselves to have eggs like once a week or something. Yeah, well, because eggs, you know, there's never something living in an egg. Yeah, which for the, we, if, you've educated us a handful of times. Yeah, on if this. if you're eating non-fertilized eggs, <laughs> which most of the time you are. If you're eating a fertilized egg, it gets weird real quick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You it don't mean, want that. You're you're getting like partially developed. Chicken Babies. fetuses. Wait, it shouldn't be. It sh- you shouldn't be. You should be collecting eggs like daily. The day of, which yeah. is you know not going to give it enough time to be fertilized. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Does fertilization happen at the moment? I have no idea. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Last week we talked about picking your nose. What's wrong with these topics? <laughs> Why are you so opposed to them? This Josh is a part of life. Easily. I, I, I'm only one percent Italian. I can't handle this. <laughs> we gotta change that Patreon tier's name to one percent Italian. Dang. <laughs> Oof. No, let's. Okay. For e- people who are. How uh, about we change so it from far. good little Italian to good little bit Italian? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, for people who watch didn't watch the main, just really quickly, I don't want to go all into it, but we had. Uh, sister that took the dna test found out she was only one percent italian which most likely means you were around one percent italian yes, we have not done it yet we will do it for some kind of you will special. do it i've already decided i'm taking your results and her results and averaging them out and say that's me okay i'll do it that's what i'm doing in a couple weeks i'm not doing it right now I, that might not be scientific what I'm doing, mm-hmm. but I'm not – I don't want to pay for this. <laughs> I do care about my my blood type. I don't even know how long it takes to do it. Probably a while. Maybe a few weeks. Yeah. So I, I'm going to do it's it. just because of the U.S. Probably mail. off the podcast, and then we'll talk about it once I get my results. Yeah. Um, but why? Have you have you ever considered taking a blood test? Nah. Nah? Or do you not care I at mean, all? I'd be interested to see what all is in there, mm-hmm. but, you know – I don't need to be like, yo, my my family is from, you know, somewhere <laughs> that makes me something. Yeah. No, nah, I'm American. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when it comes down to it, we're American. Yeah. I'm not American. Yes, you are. Nope. You have a citizenship. I don't, I don't, I'm not American. <laughs> that makes you an American, bro. Be patriotic or get out. Get out. I'll get out. <laughs> are you leaving? Yep. No. Dang. Sorry, dude. See you. Well, I guess some, we don't want someone here that's not, yeah, no, doesn't someone love America. Someone did point this out to me today when I told them about the levels. If I am similar to my sister, I, I, I can't call myself an Italian anymore because I'm only 1%. Hmm. But it's acceptable for me to wear a kilt now. Because that's I'm, what I was saying. That's I said this in the in the group chat. I said I'm buying a kilt tomorrow, and nothing's going on underneath that kilt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be free balling it completely. Show up to like weddings in a in a nice kilt. And yes. Stuff. Yeah, and like I'm gonna become a warrior. Start painting my face blue. Okay. <laughs> sure. That's that's something you could do. Why you have zero interest in your heritage, man? I, I no, I we have a we have a book that kind of goes into our history. Wait, you um, have documented history for the Goforths? Yeah, somewhat. I guess that was kind of necessary for you guys. Mm-hmm. 
Because you guys have been in America for a minute. Yeah, but yeah. we thought we were Italian, and we thought our mom's side was really Italian. And All right, then- but listen, give give it, throw us a bone, Joshua. Our our ancestors, as far as I don't know about our dad's side too much, but That's at least on our mom's side, is. it's been like great grandparents weren't born here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Great great grandparents definitely weren't born here. They were raised in Europe. So what I'm saying is like we the like the majority of our genetics has not been in America no, that yeah, long. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. As as a good chunk of people. I thought you were gonna say as a good little Scottish boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna change. As a good chunk of Americans. Scottish is a the lot highest of percentage. Haven't didn't come over on the Mayflower. There's not a lot of people that that uh, obviously because <laughs> it's one boat. It's like a boat. <laughs> no, I, I know, but I'm saying the generations. Like I would say, yeah, from, it's put ten people in a room. Probably it's fun to find someone whose family came from the, came Mayflower. From the Mayflower. That's kind of a rare yeah. scenario. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're right, um, and it is fun to find those people because those are usually like the most dirty history. Where ours, I think, was around late 1600s. Okay, that's pretty freaking early, so, man. Or or maybe early 1700s. Because I know... Yeah, was, didn't America start in 1776? Mm-hmm. Essentially. Because we had, we had family that fought in the Revolutionary War. Dang. Maybe later. Hold on. You guys have been here a while. We had family that fought in the Civil War. Civil War is except, like, yeah, that seems right. One of them it's was a, one of them was a ago. privateer for the what? U.S. government. You know what I'm I'm concerned about? Why mm. does French not register at all? It's a family, it, in our family, it's a family rumor mm-hmm. that we are descendants of Lafayette, one of the generals with George Washington, uh, mm-hmm. who was French. French. But mean, French doesn't mm-hmm. register on our DNA at all. Yeah, but we have like Swedish, and that probably not close to France. But your genetics are so mixed up after all these generations. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm just saying maybe it still could work. Apparently, according to family lore, we are descendants of Lafayette, who was also a privateer after the uh, after the start of America and after his, you know, training of soldiers for George mm-hmm. Washington and all that. What he did for America. If you don't know who Lafayette is, they give you good history in the Hamilton show. Mm-hmm. Hamilton play. It's on Disney+. Plus. What? Um, 30 Second Story? 30 Second Story. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I've got kind of, like, head fog. Do you want to talk about what you've been up to, Wyatt? What we both have been up to? Let's, We've been changing our lifestyle. Let's talk after 30, 30 Second seconds. Stories. Okay. Sounds good. What we'll talk after 30 Second into? Stories. I don't know. <laughs> Getting it to the I was timer. checking some analytics. I started last week. Or I finished last week. Did I finish last week? I finished last week. So that means... No. I started last you week. You started last week. So... That means I finished this week. No. No, you finished last you week. You did finish last that week. That means... I started Wyatt last starts. week. No, that means you start. That means I start and Wyatt finishes. Yeah. All right, here we go. I get to start this crap. Um... Give me 10 seconds on the clock. All right. Go. 
in the early days of America's founding, there was a boy named Stewie. Mm-hmm. And Stewie was from Italy. Um, he had an adopted father. He went through life believing entirely that he was a mix between Italian and German. And along the way, he discovered a very interesting truth. This interesting truth really shook the foundation of him as an individual, Stewie. Go. And since it shook, shook his identity, he didn't know what to do because he's like, so I've been working my life to do one thing, and now I don't have that identity. So... He decided, I'm going to go find more people that just, they don't live off this identity thing. And he finds this group. All right, reset. <laughs> As we know, the the best place to find a group of various uh, individuals that, you know, don't necessarily care about their uh, her- heritage, identity, that's, of course, with a group of river pirates. And so Stewie goes down the Mississippi raiding and, you know, having just a swell time with all his new river pirate fan, uh, uh, friends. And they just, you know, rob and stop. Make <laughs> bets and eat hats. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. Okay. First I, off, we got to say this. I've set you up to have a revelation. You didn't reveal anything. I, I will admit you didn't reveal you, anything. You I, said I heard the first part of your story about Stewie, and then I faded off, and I started daydreaming, and then I was like, "Wait, it's my turn." What was the last thing he said? I didn't. <laughs> I totally didn't I hear said, you. Look, the I second s- part of your I story. I set you up to give a reveal. I didn't hear the last. I didn't hear that part. All I said I was, was he believed he was Italian German. He had an adopted father. I didn't say what that meant. And then you I, just picked it up and was like, and because of this thing that he realized, well, he gave he gave me he said he goes and he tries to find people who also are like that. And I did not clearly. hear like what river we didn't, pirates. We didn't, no, you became <laughs> river pirates. We didn't get a what. I, I'm gonna be like honest. What? A pirates was in my head before you even started. <laughs> That's the, what thirty second stories is, man. Yeah, it it's was gonna days. go to pirates no matter what you <laughs> say. <laughs> You're gonna be like he. Uh, eventually, he found a woman, and you know they started settling down, and and then she got killed, and he became a pirate. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it went from someone who's having an identity crisis to finding other people for a community to find an identity crisis, to help during the identity yeah, crisis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it moved to the identity crisis group becomes River Pirates. Yeah, of course. Sick. Sounds like a story I want to be a part of. Mm. You are about to say what you and Wyatt are doing. Wyatt, this was your idea. It was my idea. Uh, okay, let, let, me st- let me start this off, okay? Yeah. It was your idea to do the second part of it. Yes. Just what is happening currently. I, I started, first off, I need to say this. The people that think that working out is extremely difficult, okay? The, and the idea of getting up and working out first thing in the morning seems like really honestly the hardest thing ever, mm-hmm. if I'm being honest. It is to me. Mentally, it seems super difficult. Mm. I'm going to give you a little hint. If you can just force yourself to get out of bed when the alarm goes off, it's a freaking life hack. Yeah. Because I've always struggled with being like, work out later in the day. It's really hard to work out in the morning. I can't get myself going. 
but I just constantly told myself that for years. Mm -hmm. And it's always been hard for me to keep up a workout schedule and a routine. And then I just decide I'm just going to do it at first thing, super early in the morning, 5 a.m. Yeah. And then I've stayed consistent for going on three weeks now with not even a thought of skipping a day. Mm. What? That's a freaking life hack. Mm. I've we, never done this I before. I mean, we skipped Friday last Friday. I didn't. <laughs> you didn't. Yeah, no, you're right. I worked out. No, yeah, I <laughs> vaguely remember you texting me. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm. you said... You said I'm working out at six thirty or something, mm-hmm. and I was I I think I responded. Did maybe you work with a on Friday? Thumbs up. Yeah, I I worked on no, it was Saturday. Yeah, so, no, it was Friday. Friday. Oh, Friday. Was yeah, yeah. Than yeah I still worked out. And then I was like sick, and then I just I I I, yeah, I, I looked at my alarm and I changed it to <laughs> not five to like six o'clock, and I was like, no way. <laughs> yeah, you didn't show up that day. That's okay. Yeah, I, I, actually, I think I did not work out last Sunday, but that was an intentional choice. It's not because I couldn't have worked yeah. out. Um, and so th- me and Wyatt, Wyatt decided to join me on this journey. Joshua works out later in the day. Mm-hmm. But um, um, you also go to since January 1st. Yeah, you have a, Ooh, you have a better discipline. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have a better discipline for working out later in the day than I do. But Wyatt joined me, mm-hmm. and then Wyatt pick it up from there. You introduced. Uh, I decided, since we were doing the workouts and whatnot, why don't we really just really just kind of try to enhance this? Mm-hmm. And so we go on a strict no-carb, no-sugar diet. So essentially keto. So it's essentially keto. Mm-hmm. So no carbs... No sugar, good clean vegetables and meats, proteins. And you feel good? Uh, no. <laughs> I have brain fog. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But that's normal when you start keto. You've also been researching like a madman. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of research. You've been you've been telling me all kinds of facts mm-hmm. lately about my own body I didn't know. Yeah. For real? Like what kind of facts? It's just certain facts, like you I know. I haven't been part of this. When you first start keto, you can have really bad breath. No, when you're well into ketosis. When you're well into ketosis, your breath gets really bad. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's a byproduct of the ketones traveling through your blood and into your brain. Leave it to Wyatt. He's a you're you're a lore craftsman. I I do enjoy a little <laughs> yeah. bit of lore. In fact, that's why I started this journey. You know, for the longest time, I've been kind of a you know. Uh, more, more or less a jack of all trades, you know, go at your own pace kind of build. Like a dick of all trades. <laughs> but I figured, you know, maybe, maybe transition to more of a, a focus build, you know, like a focus and energy build, <laughs> you know, really up my stats. Yeah. I'm just saying, if if someone's gonna get hung up on details of specifics and understand them to fruition and how it all works together. Maybe not to fruition. Maybe not to to fruition. Just try to understand them a little bit. Someone like me just needs to understand principles Mm. and we move forward. Okay. We move into action. Well, Um, I'm kind of like, all right, so I'm sort of on this ketosis thing. It's like, what, what, what should I, when should I eat? You know, how is this going to affect the way I eat normally? Mm-hmm. You know, what's what's a good thing to, you know, when's a good time to drink a protein shake or something? Yeah. Well, for know? me, I just think of it like I don't do – I do very basic research and then I say, okay, 
it'll be better than it has been in the past by just simply saying, I don't need to know when to eat. I just need to not eat when I usually do and what I usually do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if I'm usually eating at, like, because I I also kind of mix and have been for a very long time, probably over two years, intermittent fasting Mm -hmm. for the afternoon. Yeah. I used to do the morning to afternoon thing where you don't eat anything, and that's a longer fasting period. But I changed it because I just said you can really get a good amount of hunger between eating breakfast and not eating till dinner. Yeah. As long as you don't overeat I didn't know for I dinner. Was, I didn't know I was intermittent fasting. I just usually – from I think from the time I started, like, uh, working, mm-hmm. you know, daily – just going to work i stopped eating breakfast look in today's what world in today's breakfast. world if you skip a meal you're fasting of some sort yeah um uh, now the thing the thing with intermittent fasting is it's weird and because you can be chubby stay chubby mm-hmm. and remain chubby your whole life even though you skip a meal yeah the good things about fasting is not just weight loss it's actually gut health mm-hmm. first and foremost it's you can develop stomach cancers, colon cancers, and all these things by constantly having to process. If you give your body a constant break, you are giving your body a chance to clean properly. Yeah. And to um, keep yourself healthy, your gut biome, your gut bacteria needs time to adjust. So fasting is super good for health. For weight loss, it has benefits, but it means you have to make sure you're not overeating and eating just crap once you do eat. You know what I mean? Right. Well, that's, I feel like that's kind of why the workouts have never really worked for me, even when I was consistent with them. I lost weight, mm-hmm. but it I didn't feel like I was getting good, consistent results. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like if I'm on a real good, strict diet, mm-hmm. and people see, you know, people say oh a diet and and instantly your mind goes to it that's the worst thing i can think of wanting to do is do a diet yeah mm-hmm. um but it's vegetables and meat and protein and good stuff mm-hmm. i i haven't had any issue wanting to eat everything that i've bought <laughs> you know yeah. get vegetables you like stay away from like the underground vegetables like carrots and yeah, yeah. potatoes mm-hmm um, you know. See, I enjoy – so me, I – when I say diet or I, – I don't use, I don't really diet because I kind of eat consistently normally. But I, I keep in the carbs. But I mm-hmm. usually have – there's two things. I have oatmeal with like chia seeds or and, mm-hmm. uh, fruit and then I have rice. Yeah. That's my <clears> – <throat> Carbs. I mean, I'll eat. But you're also much skinnier than both of us. Mm. Thick yeah, boy nation. Yeah, we're we're short, thick boys. And mm. why, boys? You don't have as much ass as I do. No. See, I'm on the journey to get ass. I think I'm I'm gonna start that journey as well. Yeah, to get ass. Yeah. I'm trying to find because your guys' mine, journey. Mine okay. slopes a little bit Here at the go, bottom, right. and I don't care for that. Not not this week. I want it to week. be a little bit more round. <laughs> not this week. And then I gotta. I got something next week. Oh, okay. And I, I need to uh, get through, like, the next two weeks, and then we'll get into what we're going to start doing. We're going to go to the gym. 
we're going to take off our shirts. No. I know that's a sore <laughs> point for you. No, nah, I, I don't like We're going to take off our shirts. It's confidence And we're going we're gonna to work on our, our booty, our squats, get a, get some, some booty gains, and we're going to get confident not wearing shirts for the summer. No. Okay, so there's two there's two big deals here. Joshua yeah. has to get confident in his absolute clearness. <laughs> and yes. Wyatt has to get confident and just showing his nipples off because it's not something he's used to. Look, if if I can, uh, in the next couple of, I want to say, two to three months, really work on trimming down these love handles. You're really skinny these days, bro. You're fine. If I can really... Wa- See, because I'm losing fat here. But you're fine. Why? I'm losing fat, like, right here. See, you think, you think it, it looks weird, but... It- Nobody's thinking that. It's only I'm you thinking, thinking that. that. It, yeah, and it's about me. Okay, but this is what's going to get you confident. It's just doing it. I'm losing fat here, mm. you know, and on my, like, arms and back. But I'm not losing it, like, Dude, around the I'm upper I'm looking waist. at you, man. You are looking awful skinny these days. Like this? I don't want that. Yeah, look at me, dog. I have the same thing. <laughs> and I have white skin and nipples. I'm I'm much whiter without my shirt on. Look, look at how freaking white I am. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm very white. You got at least some tannish yellow color in your skin. Yeah. I got a purple hue yeah. on top yeah. of, like, you got a little bit icing of... white. <laughs> I think that's the same color as, like, a normal person's nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of this pinkish color. Look, I'm not confident in all in my body. Mm. But when you are swimming in the ocean or in a pool... You best believe you should be taking that shirt off, man. You're- and, w- and we're going to get there eventually. Mm-hmm. That's what this diet and this workouts are Why? for. <clears throat> you got one more summer. Yeah. That's okay, what we're working he's towards. He's not going to die after this summer. He's going to be at the beach again during the summer. Yeah, that's what we're working towards this summer. This summer, okay. Um, I, 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 mean, think I, I think if I work hard, if I eat healthy... I think I, I can that. get to the point of confidence by summer. Okay. I hear that. That's that's what we'll do going forward. We're going into summer. That's that's our plans. Wyatt apparently is on the most strict keto diet ever. I am on a fairly strict keto diet. I'm trying to I'm trying to stay happy with life mm-hmm. while still doing keto. <laughs> what are you laughing about? Josh is not doing keto at all. Secret time. I had pizza rolls for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I haven't eaten dinner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just had uh, some celery. Oh, that's not dinner. It's a snack. Yeah. Uh, I got to have a big protein meal at the end of the day. Okay. So when we're done, I'll, I don't have time to cook up like my fish or my chicken yeah. or my, you know, steaks I got in the fridge, but yeah. I'll, uh, so I'll, in the morning I'll, when we're no, running, I'll scramble so. some eggs. Oh, tonight? Before, yeah, tonight. So in the morning, you got the energy, protein in mm-hmm. your system. I got to have it, yeah. I feel good working out with nothing on my stomach. I feel fine, yeah. Just need water. Mm-hmm. Um, you just said secret time. That's a beautiful transition. Yeah. Beautiful. Secret time. Um, so we're going to get into a little bit of the story of us going to our first tour, Famous Person Comedy mm-hmm. Special. Yeah, first tour, Famous Person. Yeah. First tour, Famous Person. We, we've all sat through, you know, crappy open mic spoken word poetry yeah yeah we have you know calm not funny comedy even some of that christian church comedy Mm -hmm. where you got like a 
traveling nobody Christian comic <laughs> who goes to churches. Yeah. Yeah. A, you know, Tim Hawkins wannabe. You wannabe. <laughs> like, yeah. Tim Hawkins Tim is Hawkins the is only famous one. Yeah, yeah. He's pretty funny. Uh, you also got uh, John Christ. He got pretty famous. Oh, yeah. He's pretty funny, too. Okay, I'm not f- as familiar with that. Um, he's pretty famous. He's actually we, more famous than Tim Hawkins. Can we go back a couple months mm-hmm. here? So, it's getting to be Christmas time. And you you bring it to our attention. You're like, I don't know what how you figured out that he was coming to this area, but you said podcast probably with research, podcast basic, very basic research, not even research, literally a podcast. Probably could have looked it up online. I could have looked it up online. <laughs> also, a podcast told me. Yeah, you said for Christmas because I listen to this podcast. All I want is all I want for Christmas. You guys to buy yourself a ticket. And then contribute to buy me a ticket to go see one comic. stand-up comic. Can we say his name, I guess? We're already yes, say Bert it. Bert Kreischer. Yeah. And he's coming to Norfolk. If you're not familiar with Bert Kreischer, he is, he's got three comedy specials on Netflix, a show called The Cabin. Mm-hmm. He's coming out with a movie soon. He's the guy who told, he went around, his, one of his videos trended on Facebook years ago. And it's a story about him when he was in college. He went to Russia and he got involved with the Russian mafia. And that story is called The Machine. Mm-hmm. He's known for a few famous things, but he is extremely high energy and very beloved by fan bases. And, and I'm a part of that fan base. And his kind of his thing is doing his stand up shirtless. And we're just talking about being self conscious. So, what do you think about his confidence? Uh, Okay, here's the difference. I have more hills and valleys. Mm. I have more hills and valleys. Bert's round. Bert's got a mountain. I could be fat guy round with my shirt off and be perfectly confident if I was if I was round. But I'm not round. I got more Terry folds. You're free. (laughs) I got Terry folds. Get into my folds. Flappy folds, you know. (laughs) (laughs) look uh burt is extremely fat Uh uh-huh he's not like obese he is obese he's not like okay he he's got the biggest roundest belly as far as round the only step above that is you know guys that their whole body becomes fat he's not like look marshmallow he's he's not not marshmallow fluffy he's not marshmallow you know like the latina comedian Fluffy. Fluffy. Yes, you know I know who you're talking about? about. What is his real name? Enrique? Enrique Iglesias. Iglesias? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Something Iglesias. like that. I know his um, last name is Iglesias. Yeah. Enrique, if that's not his name, that's kind of a racist yeah. thing to say. <laughs> no, that's... Gabriel. Name. It's Gabriel. Ga- We're freaking racist. No, no, no. It's fine. Gabriel Iglesias. It's Gabriel Iglesias. Yeah. The fluffy guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's fluffy. Bert's not that. His midsection is a freaking... One of those uh, pregnant woman balls. Yeah. That they roll it's a nice with. big round tummy. It's a, it's a tummy. It's, de- it's a big tummy. It's the kind of tummy that looks rock hard. Yeah, like you poke like it. when he like when he passes it, it goes. Thum, 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 thum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's not really a lot of ripples because everything's so dense. And to be honest, when I first watched one of his stand-up specials, it was this was several years ago or something. I I was a little uncomfortable. Watching his yeah, because I was like, this dude's just walking around without his shirt off on stage in front of all these people. That's weird. And then I watched another one, and I'm like, this is still weird. 
<laughs> but I think by like the third one I've seen, I'm like, this is familiar. This is it's real. fun. This is fun. And like, his, I've stopped noticing it. Exactly. It's just second well, nature. Real fans, real fans notice if it doesn't happen. Yeah, that would be weird. Yeah. Yeah. To see Bert do stand up with a shirt on at yeah. this point, really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> it's so, so we, weird. I just it's hitting me how strange it is. So we we list. bought we bought tickets. We you guys got me a ticket. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you got yourself a ticket, and we got ourselves. Kenzie tickets. got a ticket, and we been I've been I've been anticipating this show for two months mm-hmm. since Christmas. This is my Christmas gift. Super excited going to Norfolk. It's the town right next to Virginia Beach, the city right next to Virginia Beach, and he's going to a good sized theater. It's on his uh, Birdie Boy Relapse Tour, and we're going to enjoy the frick out of some funniness from stand up comedy. Yeah, stage of com- stand up comedy. What stage did you guys? Comedy. What did you guys think? <clears throat> so the people who opened for him. Let's start with that. I well, guess. actually, maybe Wait, let's let's go all the way like to the beginning. Yeah. Oh, we're on that we spot. showed up on a Thursday night. At not at like nine o'clock Thursday afternoon. Well, the the ticket said starts at nine thirty. Yeah, so we're thinking thirty minutes is a solid amount of time to get to our seats. Right, and there's probably going to be a line. Yeah, it was misting with rain cold. and cold and almost sleet, mm-hmm. and it was cold, mm. and there was a very long line. And, a lot and of then people. the line got longer. And there was more and more people. And, and so we're sitting there freezing. There's these weird D-bags, you know, coming out of the show who are yeah. making a raucous, thinking they're Just funny. a couple, though, because honestly, the majority of fans were pretty chill. Yeah. Like, they were cool people. I mean, you've always got the people who have to yell at the stand-up who comedian. Who think they're funny, the hecklers. To, yeah, the hecklers. I mean, they're not trying. They're obviously fans. But they're themselves obnoxious and but annoying. But they, they just want to be heard and want to be part of yeah. the stand-up, which is annoying, but it's going to happen in stand-up. It's going to happen. So we stood out there for I don't know how long. It was over, a little over an hour. Yeah, we in the cold, cold, moving slowly in this line. The line eventually, at one point, devolved completely. <laughs> and and then, what happened? And is we, it because they... I don't know. I don't know. Well, okay, so there was multiple entrances. Yeah, they started letting people in from another entrance. And Mm -hmm. everyone was in a line to one entrance. And, Mm -hmm. like, they they didn't let anybody in. Yeah. They just somehow signified that they're going to use that entrance. Yeah. So the line deteriorated. We got out of line. And then we noticed that there, the, no one's going inside yet, and there's just big lines forming at this new entrance. More of a crowd, yeah. yeah. Not even so a line. What we did is we hopped back in line, and we were significantly, significantly closer than more where closer we were. because everybody in front of us previously had jumped out of line, also. Yeah. So we so saw, we, you know, we saw some strange people, mm-hmm. some interesting <laughs> people, people with top hats, yeah, uh, and weird hair. Yeah, the, that was kind of. <laughs> weird i don't i don't see those people as fans of burt kreischer yeah i think <laughs> i don't know what those people are at one point you saw a guy in a full track suit and you said he's weird and i was like no dude that's a burt reference oh okay For yeah track suit there was yeah, a guy had, wearing a tiger f- track suit a tiger track suit and that was a very deep cut burt reference so we did eventually get in. We did. And yeah. it was, um, we got ourselves to our seats. And then we kind of pick it up to the opening acts. Yeah. Right? 
St- the OpenAX weren't. I wouldn't say the best. They were okay. They were okay. Mm-hmm. They weren't the best. You could kind of, <clears throat> you know, you're laughing here and there, but it's not mm-hmm. like you're, you're laughing that hard. Each of them have what? Ten minutes? No, I think, I think it's uh, twenty. I think I think they had an average of twenty minutes. Yeah, each. I yeah. think it was twenty. Okay, it felt like ten, but yeah, it was about twenty. I'll I'll say the the set that each of them had. Um, the second guy ended really good on his set. I feel like the first guy, a lot of his stuff didn't land super well, and he kept mentioning that he was from California. Uh, which isn't great, especially in Virginia. Not on the farthest east you yeah. can get. So mm. their sets felt like they, like they they're, thought, like they thought them up, like they thought them up a month in advance. <laughs> I, and, I, and I'm meaning like there's they they are like all right, Bert's coming to town. Mm-hmm. You know we're gonna be opening for him. I've got this stand up thing that i can prepare yeah and he's been preparing it for maybe a month it yeah. doesn't sound like it's a very well crafted story with solid jokes that are gonna <clears throat> land i don't know about the first guy mm. but i know the second act that was pretty good yeah he's been touring with bert this entire tour okay yeah so he's it's been not doing been pretty a, good. it's not been like a one or a small section of the tour opener he's the second guy was been touring with him the whole time mm. he didn't open super strong but he finished very well. Yeah. I loved his story. He got us end. laughing a lot more than the first fellow. Yeah. And that's got to be, whew, that's got to hurt. You're like, there's two of us open. At this point, they're used to it. It's like, there's two of us opening. It's better than, it's better than bombing after Bert. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but think about it. It's like, there's two of us opening. Which one of us is going to get the bigger, the bigger laugh? The bigger laugh. Who has the, the stronger crowd? set? Exactly. Comics have to be honest with each other. Yeah. You know? Who's got the stronger set? And, Usually the and, person with the more experience. And comics have to be honest with themselves. Because mm-hmm. I find when they're yeah. not, when they think they're funny, mm-hmm. that's when their comedy's really bad. Should we preface this? Because there are tons of podcasts that comics host. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big fan of quite a few of them. We are zero experience in the world of stand-up comedy yeah we don't get up on stage we don't make jokes we're not coming from a place of experience mm-hmm. and so take everything we say with a, a viewer's appreciation eye with slight criticism yeah not from a place of hardcore judgment because i respect anybody who's willing to get on stage and try i think i think a comedian needs several things number one you gotta have good writing ability mm-hmm. storytelling ability uh, uh, public speaking ability mm-hmm. and you have to be generally funny. I yeah. mean, when you're watching like Theo Vaughn and he's just <laughs> like, yeah, back in my hometown, you know, we knew a person whose name was, you know, uh, a grass bean and, you know, <laughs> he had like three fingers. You're talking and a little too fast for him. He's like, one he had eye. three fingers, bro. Yeah. And he's and, like, and, and one eye you. and and that's God. <laughs> and like, man, dude, this guy, he really could, like, I don't know. I was listening to Theo, Theo Von this morning. And he I is mean, wild. He'll the go on these crazy up. stories, and they are always hilarious. Yeah. I think his, his stand-up, and especially his podcast, 
is he takes what someone says and he just like twists and makes it really weird. Like he's he got throws an, some he's random got an, wrench yeah. into it. He's got an out of the box brain so he can take a regular story mm-hmm. and just say things in a funny way and it, describe things in a funny yeah. way and that's the humor. I think you have to have that naturally. Yeah, which or, I think he does. Or you have to cultivate it. I think I, I, I think personally I've cultivated a sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think I've cultivated the, you know, the everything I say is like hilarious. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're listening to these comedians, they are just, they're on it. Usually. And you, I've. Based on what I've heard them describe, the only way to do that mm-hmm. is because there's a big difference between um, comedy for friends or comedy for small groups and then comedy for the masses. And the yeah. masses' opinion of comedy is so diverse, you have to really narrow down on what is going to be the majority's humor button yeah. mm-hmm. and you have to learn how to press that button really well and unless you are constantly testing for years in front of an audience that's going to give you laughs so you know if something worked or not yeah you're not going to learn that like here on youtube we don't know if people find us funny unless they leave a comment with a bunch of emojis you know mm-hmm. and most people don't do that mm-hmm. i mean and too like every comic i feel like even ones like Joe Rogan who like Joe Rogan works out and stuff he wears like a giant shirt to make himself look not strong yeah because his muscles Theo are distracting Bond wears the the mullet because he thinks that most people to make him funny yeah funny yeah. Bert takes off, takes his, off shirt. his shirt they all they have this thing put themselves out there and like okay i have to put myself out there in this way of that nobody else is willing to do mm-hmm. to be funny to to not even just <laughs> bring tension to myself but just to what's the be on uh um not care what people think yeah mm-hmm. what's what's the red hair guy's name uh andrew santino nope mm. bald red hair uh bill burr bill burr's thing he's angry <laughs> and he's also a ginger <laughs> and which gingers a, yeah. have something going for them in the world yeah. of comedy i haven't watched a lot of bill burr you gotta watch bill burr if you just want a raging maniac for movies. an hour, what's Tom, what's Tom Segura's thing? Uh, Tom Segura's thing is definitely self-deprecating. Um, it's 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 gross humor. Okay, so yeah. it's self-deprecating. I'm willing to go to the places the average person's not, and that's okay. even his podcast. So he's going to talk about poop. Oh yeah, he's going to talk about people doing perverted things he's mm. going to be talking about farts and dingleberries all of the above yeah like he takes it to uncomfortable levels and he <laughs> finds that hilarious so <laughs> that's where that's his thing and he, he's a gross human is, is his thing basically that's funny yeah <laughs> and, and that's funny and it works that, and people like that tom segura has gotten a really big name for himself because people do find that funny um but w- when we were watching the stand-up i i remember thinking as it started as we were watching the first two guys i was mm-hmm. like all right this is stand-up mm-hmm. you know i guess it's it's okay it's it's all right mm-hmm. and i'm like but i'm like i'm familiar with bert being just absolutely hilarious mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and i thought so if he if he comes out and isn't 
like leagues and leagues ahead of these guys, I'm going to be very disappointed. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was okay, thinking too. So let me, and I'll, I'll be honest, when I, I've watched Burt so much, I was actually kind of worried that he might still be using this tour to work out his new material, which mm-hmm. he is, but I was actually worried when I was hearing the other two that what if live stand-up is not their best foot forward? Yeah. What if their special is their best foot forward and their live stand-up is actually like mediocre because they're testing material? Right. You know, for the stand-up. And I was, I was, I started to get a little worried because I was like, I feel like I know Bert's funny, mm-hmm. but what happens if he's not? And then he came out and he started talking. And I was like, Oh yeah, this is it. <laughs> it's over. It's over. <laughs> Number one, Bert walks out and the entire auditorium erupts erupts yeah everybody and i erupted out of not out of a choice out of like i realized i was erupting yeah you know i was clapping i was yelling i was doing everything to just not stand up solid and he i feel like the two guys at the beginning the openers they had a set and i feel like burke had a set but it was more he could tell he's a lot better at improvising because he's been doing it for years upon years. Mm-hmm. I think that he can th- improvise yeah. so much better than the average person. Yeah, and I think I think Bert has an hour of content, but his his show went was, close to two. Yeah, you know because, because of all I, that improvisation. I feel yeah, I feel like he was throwing a lot more in there that wouldn't be in the special. Mm-hmm. But it was all funny. But it was all funny. I mean, even interacting with the sign language lady, <laughs> you know, <laughs> which is all which which you know when you think when you think you know oh the the that's unprofessional they shouldn't be mm-hmm. doing that. It's like comedians find everything funny, and they're supposed to be. It's it does, like and and their minds work in this way of like everything is funny. Yeah. Of of there's almost no boundaries. And there shouldn't be. It's like if 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 I can't make a deaf person laugh, I don't want to make anybody laugh. Yeah. And if, you know, cuz comedians realize everybody has a sense of humor. Yeah. Um and you've got to find what they think is funny Mm -hmm. you know absolutely and so even if it sometimes feels like the comedian is overstepping yeah they're you know it's just because they're a comedian and at the same at the same time even the things that in today's world the slightly reckless humor which Mm -hmm. actually used to be a lot more reckless but what we would consider reckless humor today is not that offensive. It's actually just treating humans like humans. Yeah. And trying to find the humor in everything mm-hmm. because you know most of the time you're upset and struggling through something that is a problem. Mm-hmm. So good grief, why not laugh about it for a change for a yeah. few minutes? Why not find the humor in it for a moment? Yeah, the, the I think maybe the one of the main things I felt at the stand up is like there's a lot of guys here and there's a lot of guys like with their significant other Mm -hmm. and you can you know that it's like this isn't really humor that in general a lot of women enjoy Mm -hmm. you know it's not the type of you know it's 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 very i don't know kind of crude well there's a crudeness but also kind of a dumbness because bert's dumb and he'll say he's dumb (laughs) 
you know yeah uh but that's funny yeah and, and we love him for it and Wait, we don't we don't degrade him because he acts slightly dumb business wise and marketing wise he's a genius yeah the and i i feel like there were a lot because i could hear like at least two different dudes behind me explaining to, my, to their girlfriends they're like yeah, yeah, no, this is a reference to, like, when he told this one story, it was called The Machine, <laughs> and uh, and that's why we all, like, that's why we're all that's shouting we're The Machine. Yeah. That's why we're all like, The Machine, you're a machine! Because they're like, The Machine! Now, machine! Let me tell you, let me tell you why, why we're saying The Machine right no. now. Yeah, I, I heard that from, like, two different dudes. Yeah. Oh, man. Did you watch, uh, well, okay, first, because I recently mm. introduced you to Bert, correct? Mm-hmm. How recent has it been? I've already forgotten when it was. Yeah, it was we, a couple of weeks ago. A couple I mean, weeks? No, you you just said you've seen him before. I've seen him before. I think I've I've heard one of his stories or one of his things on like Comedy Central or something. Okay, but a couple weeks because I I've been anticipating seeing someone like Bert in a show for years at mm-hmm. this point, at least three years. Yeah. So getting to know him for a couple weeks and then seeing him what's that like you know i mean it's it's everything i expected from like st- his stand-up comedy mm-hmm. it's like if i were going to see bill burr yeah i feel like it'd be the same because you know mm-hmm. i'd be i'd be anticipating you know because i'm more familiar with bill burr mm-hmm. so or or theo vaughn theo vaughn would be hilarious to see live i feel like I feel like watching Theo Vaughn would be like a fever dream. <laughs> it would be a fever I've dream. I've seen Theo Vaughn, and I I love listening to Theo Vaughn podcasts. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy his stand-up, but I don't enjoy it as much as podcast. I feel like can't think he's a stronger podcaster than he is. Stronger podcaster than mm-hmm. stand-up. He's good at playing off. Like, he's good at, he's good at making playing off other people's conversations and mm-hmm. making everyone in the room laugh yeah. which makes you but who's watching still, the podcast I would still pay to go see him stand up I, I love his I just, yeah. I knew a guy named Catnip <laughs> and you know, that's we, what we called him Catnip we did I think meth. his real name was Philip, but we called him Cat we, yeah. we, made, we did meth off like a tire <laughs> in a field and you know middle of nowhere it was nine. we dropped catnip off at his cousin's one day and and that was it we never saw catnip again again. (laughs) i think he entered like (laughs) the army or something and then was deported i don't know (laughs) i I had a cousin that got my brother pregnant once yeah something crazy like that uh, we've we've talked about stand-up quite a bit yeah just you know between the three of us Josh thinks it's a good idea to do a stand-up uh, thing. I don't think it's a good idea. I've kind of kind of come out and say it because I've gone over a bunch of bits in my head. None of them really... So... One of them works. I don't... You've heard it. I don't one. know how it's going to turn out, to be honest. But I genuinely want to just try everything, like... We were doing the podcast stuff. We didn't know if the podcast would work out at the beginning. We we aren't I mean, even calling it's it a, a conversation. We're still trying to make it work out. Oh yeah, but I'm saying we you didn't even want to call it a podcast at the beginning. It was only 20 minutes because mm-hmm. everybody at, it, around me I knew was calling was doing a podcast and none of them continued that podcast. Yeah, and I was nervous to call something a podcast that I wasn't sure we would continue. I 
feel like I don't 200 think... plus episodes. Well, yeah, now. Continue. And I already figured out if you make it past 30, you're more likely to continue. Well, my thing is like, I know, you know, I know I can make you laugh. Mm. Give it. It's really easy. I it's think easy. if we just put ourselves out there and be vulnerable for like 10, 15 minute segments, maybe even 20. We just come up with a number, see what we got. We set a date and say, we are going to do some kind of stand-up mm-hmm. thing at this date. Do you have any material? I've been thinking about it. Can you give us a sample? Can we sample it? Here, no. Put yourself out there. <laughs> come on, put yourself out there. No, I'm saying if we put ourselves out there and we try it, come if on. it doesn't work, then we just don't do it again. But we can at least try it. I'll tell you mine if you tell me yours. No, I'm not doing it on the podcast. Ah. That would be funny. If it's funny. Do you think it's funny? Show us some of your material. <laughs> I'm not doing it on the podcast. Right I the, I, here's the thing. I, I'm not, I don't know if with the current schedule we will have time to prepare material that is even up to par to, to call it stand-up. Now, it, it might be on the level of my wife was a goat. <laughs> oh, gosh. It might sound like that. And then just be embarrassed off of our socks. And I, this is what I've been thinking about lately, is what is the ultimate goal for you personally? If you wanna be a stand-up, then heck yeah. Embarrass yourself and get going. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I wanna be a stand-up. <laughs> I really love appreciating stand-up, but I wanna be a filmmaker. I got an artistic side. That wants to paint pictures digitally. I feel like I could probably deliver maybe a good 10 minute, maybe 20 minute set with uh, three or four layup jokes in between and maybe two solid, really good, well-crafted stories. Mm. I could probably produce a nice 20 minute set. That was that (laughs) if it's not at least funny, it'll be entertaining. Okay, well, uh, I think there's a difference between like comedic entertainment and comedy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so think about Rhett and Link. They call themselves comedians, mm-hmm. and they've done comedy show-like things. But if we think about seeing them live compared to Burt Kreischer, huge difference. Yeah. They weren't making us laugh because of jokes. We were laughing at their songs that was well-crafted, but they were songs. It's Mm -hmm. a lot easier to write a funny song than to tell a funny joke. Yeah. And on the surface, it doesn't seem easier, but it is. Because all you have to do is make good lyrics, tell a funny story, and people are laughing. With a joke, you have to deliver, you have to express. People have to know you in some way to even appreciate you. Because, like, I mean, a big reason. You don't think we wouldn't appreciate those openers more if we knew who they were? I don't know. I think I First would've. guy started with your stereotypical stand-up <laughs> opening. He came out, everybody was like... Somebody's on the stage. Yeah, and he's like, oh, man. <laughs> just it's great to be here great tonight, to be Norfolk. Here. It just, you know, it opens up with the very stereotypical, oh, man, it's great to be here. Like, all right. Here we go. Like, how many of you have ever taken a crap in a Target bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That kind of stuff. You know what I mean? And it's he, easy. Yeah. I'm worried about going down that road when I don't even intend to go down that road, period. I don't know <laughs> if what your idea, Joshua, I know we talked about <laughs> this. I don't know if what your idea is is a good thing. 
something I want to do. I don't even know if I want to dabble. Here's here's what I think. Before dabble, dabble, I think dabble. I think before we even like try to put ourselves out there, mm-hmm. I think you need to craft something. Craft three minutes. Craft a joke, and then tell it. What did you think of the one I told you, which um, still needed some crafting? Like a critic thought? N- no, th- just yeah, yeah. What, a what, if thought? you were if you were a fan in the stands, and I heard you, you have, tell that and story. You heard me tell that jo- not like the the stand up joke yeah, that I told you. Yeah, you told me. What do you think of that? What would you? Um, it made me laugh a handful of times. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, it was too long, mm-hmm. and you had too many comparisons. Right. So you had too many comparison descriptors. Yes. After. After, like, comparison number eight, mm. I got the style, and it stopped being funny-ish. Gotcha. Makes sense? Yeah. Now, also, I was just, I wasn't telling it as, like, a stand-up joke, mm-hmm. but just as something I was crafting. That's so fine. it could absolutely use some work. But you're also someone who's practiced telling jokes and funny stories. I, me and Joshua aren't coming. We haven't put hardly any energy. That's what into I'm saying. I think I think if he, if if we took a couple days and crafted some material and told it to each other, I think telling telling like four to five minutes of a well crafted joke to each other sounds fun. Yeah, I don't know about doing it on camera, especially not doing it live on YouTube. I don't know about that. Because you know I'm going to be thinking about the technicals and all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to be like, what was my joke? You're going to open up. Oh, hey. Hey, guys. How about them Target bathrooms? Oh, man. You know, it's crazy out mm-hmm. here. Target's crazy. Target's crazy. Yeah. You know I what's really it. crazy? Those transgender people. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Pull with uh, Dave Chappelle. Yeah. I, you know, I found, a, like a, <laughs> I found a Target name tag in the trash today. It was Devon. I don't, know where, I don't know where he's at now, but he ain't working at Target anymore. <laughs> Poor Man. Devon. Devon got fired. Devon. Hey, you, you yeah, guys I, remember Alex from her, Target? I do remember Alex from Target. No. He was a meme. I don't remember you didn't know about Alex from Target? No. He was a meme. Way back in like 2010, 2011. What was this? Uh, it, He just became like a viral video that someone took of him and he became the poster child for Target for a minute. Definitely huh. the most famous wor- Target worker ever. He worked at Target and I guess his girl thought he was like good looking so they took a video of him and said who is this Alex from Target and it became such a big thing that he became the poster boy for Target. Dang, Just a little this mysterious part time high yeah. school boy named Alex. He's Just working there because that's you know yeah. that's, becomes where, a meme. that's where all the basic white women go to shop. Those and basic white teenage girls, and yeah, happen to catch a video on their brand new iPhone 4. Yeah, <laughs> of Alex from Target. Alex from Target. Oh my gosh, They're like who is Alex? I want to know, I want to get to know Alex. Yeah, let's shop here all more often. Yeah, I don't know, man. Check the, out number four. <laughs> uh, the comedy set thing, like I said, I feel like I could craft a good set decent set at least if i'm being honest the more i think about it the more i'm it's not just nervous it's almost like i don't i know this is an art form if you don't got a bathing suit 
Don't go, go skinny swimming. dipping anyway. But I'm not like mm-hmm. I'm not fully confident in Josh. Like this is his idea. You know. Why are you so nervous about me? Let me do my thing. And what, you worry d- about are yourself. you confident about your set? Yeah. About your material? I mean, not yet, because I don't got enough like craft. You're not but... already thinking about it. I've been thinking about it. Yeah. All right. Then what? <laughs> I've, I've been thinking about material. It's all poop jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get off poop. Hey, we went on. We went on and on about boogers last week and it was hilarious to us it I was hope other people find absolutely hilarious. hilarious i think um you gotta yeah. have fun you gotta know how to have fun with each other how, before you can have fun with everybody else oh we i definitely know how to have fun with other people all right um i just don't know how to tell a joke for the masses ah <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah i'll keep trying but i think our comedy is light-hearted comedy mm. that will fit really well in the same the same niche and style in which Rhett and Link have created comedy. Mm-hmm. We won't be considered comedians, but we will be considered filmmakers and storytellers. And when we get together, we're kind of funny. <laughs> I am going to strive personally to make my comedy more funny and fulfilling and also much more off the cuff but let's but also i think that comes from a place of desiring to tell good stories oh of course always because you are first and foremost a storyteller yeah more so than like a uh you know a giggle crafter (laughs) i i i i resent that What's a giggle you're a, crafter? You're a giggle giver. I was, but I was forming puns <laughs> before I was forming stories. Yeah, I resent that, good sir. <laughs> good sir. Yeah, I don't know. It's I. I'd like to be able to be very off the cuff. If I'm not like a comedian, comedian, I'd like to be off the cuff. I don't, what what labels you as a comedian? Like I you have know. to. I think the two things right now is you have to make comedy movies or you have to be mm. doing stand-up no i don't think so what what else is labeled as comedian i think you have to be somebody who people naturally find funny and enjoyable to watch what if you find them kind of kind of funny but more so interesting is that comedy i don't know because there's a lot of people out there that people find very interesting but like not first and foremost funny Mm -hmm. like joe rogan is a comic so he is a comedian however people aren't tuning into the joe rogan experience to laugh they find it interesting Mm -hmm. yeah so the joe rogan experience is not a comedy show they might find the laughs along there are a lot of jokes and there are a lot of other comedians that get on there and there's constant laughter so where's the line People are tuning in for the interestingness, but they find comedy. That's, for me, what I envision for myself, mm-hmm. not speaking for you guys, personally. I'm like, interesting, creatively interesting, and then they find other gemstones like comedy. Mm-hmm. And why it's hair. Because <laughs> it's a beautiful head of hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just made fun of your hair. I didn't make fun. Gonna, you gonna take that? You gonna... I, I was talking about good things, and I associated your that, hair with what's that. What's up with your... What? Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you 
you got a red nose. You're right. Ooh. I do have a freaking Mr. Rudolph. Nose. And it gets what? swollen sometimes. Mr. Grandpa Rudolph. Yeah. Grandpa I have a Rudolph. feeling it comes from my Irish history. Maybe the German history. Nothing no, Germans like. are super pale. And very like... What about Rudolf Hitler? Was that a thing? <laughs> <laughs> no, because you got the red nose in German heritage. <clears throat> That's what I strive for here. Cheap jokes. <laughs> Cheap jokes. <laughs> Rudolph and Hitler. Let's see. How do I associate red noses and Germany with each other? I, Rudolph. <laughs> that was Rudolph Hitler. Is I had a great. A both of those are like segue. In sure. my opinion, first thoughts. Dolph. Rudolph. It's like Adolf. Oh, I didn't get that. Rudolph my Hitler. My Holy guy. crap! That is funny. It's like Adolf. <laughs> You didn't. You didn't pronounce it right. The delivery was off because I didn't. It catch wasn't it. off. I said Rudolf Hitler. It's yeah. like Adolf Hitler. <laughs> yeah, but also Rudolf is Rudolf is Rudolf. What? Red uh-huh. nose, German heritage. Uh-huh. Rudolf Hitler. That is an easy <laughs> conclusion. To come no, it's an easy, easy conclusion because of the name association pun. But you didn't. You 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 should have said instead of saying Rudolf Hitler, you should have said. Rudolf Hitler. No. Because I would have caught it. And I think you, that... You, you, see? You shouldn't have you're to, not making jokes for the, the masses. Yeah, but you shouldn't have to dumb down a joke, you know. For the masses, you do. Everybody else also would have got that me, joke. No, I'm I'm representation of everybody no. else. What are you calling me, huh? Honey, no. <laughs> Honey, no. no. Linda, listen. <laughs> Linda, <laughs> listen. <laughs> Sheesh. Oh, do you remember that typing game when you were kids and you would yes. play like Battle of the Vikings? Yeah. And or no, it was the mummy mummy mines. Yeah. And mm. every time you would get a hit, they'd go like, <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You remember that? Heck yeah. Are you saying are you uh, to my Rudolph joke? Yeah, it hurt. Okay. It hurt. Keep doing it, my guy. But you through the mines. Dang. I thought it was pretty good. It was it was great. See, you guys, I'm still crafting. <laughs> I'm still crafting. I'm still thinking about it. All right. Would you guys go back to another stand up and who do you want it to be next? Um I mean, I was looking up to see if there's anybody else coming around here. The closest people are like Washington DC, which is a little Who are far. those people? Who are those people? Um Tom is going to Washington. Yeah, but also Tom like recently like November or December went through Norfolk. He went Richmond, Norfolk, um, Raleigh, then to Charlotte, and then down to Columbia. So we just missed Tom. Yeah, he's not coming back for a while. Uh, I don't know. I it, for me it would be between like Bill Burr or Theo Vaughn. Mm. Really? Yeah. I know this isn't part of or David this Chappelle. group of stand up, but <laughs> David Chappelle, <laughs> Kevin Hart is coming here in August. Yeah. Coming where? Where is he going to perform he, at? In Norfolk. Just different place, but it's somewhere in Norfolk. Not as interested in Kevin. He's going to be here in August. Is it going to be the, is it going to be across the, the bay into Hampton area? I'm not sure. Because Probably. they have a bigger stadium out there. But Probably. Norfolk doesn't, the one place we went to, I think, is the biggest stadium in Norfolk. I mean, it could be the same unless place. he's unless he's using the freaking baseball stadium outside stadium to do it. I don't know. I liked his earlier stuff. Not a big fan of his more recent. No, stuff. I'm a fan of Kevin Hart's stand. Did you see the stand up he did at his him. home with a small crowd no. on Netflix? It's pretty funny. Is that yeah. funny? It is. I don't know. It, it, it felt like his. It felt like his recent 
stand-ups have been a little bit lackluster haven't had the same it's more like him repeating mm. a lot of the same things or or like you said keeping the j- joke going for too long yeah um instead of shortening it up and then having it wrap back around yeah like he did with his earlier ones that's true also kevin hart at this point he is a stand-up mm-hmm. but f- also first and foremost he's, an he's no not even an actor Business he man. He's a, he's an entrepreneur example. He's an influencer. Yeah. That's who he is. Mm. People look to him for business concepts, business inspiration. Mm-hmm. People look to him for entertainment. And not just in comedy, but in all kinds of things. He's done a lot of great dramas recently. He's a, he's a wide range of talent yeah and um and that's kevin and that's god and that's god (laughs) uh how do we want to wrap this thing up um tell your tell your favorite joke tell my favorite joke (sighs) i'm not prepared for a joke oh my gosh all right if you want to be a stand-up you want to do crowd work work the crowd crowd of three so there's two dudes and they're peeing late at night off of a, a bridge. Uh, one dude looks at the other dude as they're peeing and says, dang, that water sure is cold. <laughs> and the other guy says, yeah, deep too. <laughs> That's the one I got. That's what you got. You got anything, Joshua? They're peeing off a bridge. <laughs> yeah, but it's dirty. I don't know if I could say it on this podcast. Clean it up and say it. I can't. Just don't use okay, the dirty words. I'm, I'm going to say it. Warning dirty. No. No. <laughs> Never mind. I won't say it then. Can you only come up with the dirty? Yeah, because that's the joke I've got in my mind right now. Mm. Well, give us one, Joseph. All right. I'm going to tell a very quick story. Mm. All right. The story involves, I mean, it really involves the majority of people. Yeah. A lot of times life is filled with disappointment. It's filled with <laughs> it's filled with broken promises. Mm. It's filled with anger. It's filled with riots and it's filled with sadness. Um one of the biggest disappointments from my childhood was when was when I discovered that one day I'll have to be an adult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why are you making? I don't know laugh? where you're going, but you're laughing already. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at you. It's really hard for me not to smile. Okay, I'm happy to see you. Look, when I discovered I had to be an adult, that was a big deal. There was a lot of truths I would have to deal with, but never in my life did I realize that Joshua learning that he wasn't Italian would hit him this hard and be such a big deal to him because it doesn't involve me at all. That's the best I got. Oh, I thought you were going to tell a joke. It's a it's it's crafting. Okay. It's me practicing the ability to You're working on it. No, it's me practicing the ability to say something you weren't going to expect. It was good. And that's the core foundation of a joke. Here's a real joke though. All right, so there's this two horse. kids walked into a bar. One ducked. No, so there's a horse, and it, on on TV it sees a dude playing a guitar, yeah. and it thinks, 
man, I'd love to learn how to do that. So he hires a musician trainer and he learns how to play guitar. And he's dun, 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 right? And then the chicken walks in. The chicken's like, dang, I see that dude in that same band on the TV and I like the way he's playing the drums. And so chicken hires uh, somebody to train him and chicken starts playing the drums. Mm. And then cow comes in and cow's like, you know what I like? It's that keyboard. So Cal, he gets on the keyboard, dude. You know, but, you know, of course, the sheep comes in. The sheep's like, nah, man. It's all about the bass guitar. You know. And they find that after they take all these lessons, they get really good, that they're a really good band. So they, you know, they find a, a, a tour manager, and they start going on tours. And then, you know, they're halfway through the tour, and Horse gets a call from... Uh, from the farm and his dad's in the hospital so he goes back home uh you know after three weeks his dad's fine comes back out comes out of uh out of the hospital and he's all right and he's gonna live uh, <laughs> but he gets a call and uh the plane with the whole band and the manager and all you know everybody was traveling with them crashed and everybody died mm. So horse walks into a bar, <laughs> and the bartender says, "Why the long face?" It's <laughs> 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 pretty dumb. It's but one funny. of my favorites. It's so dumb. I don't have any good crafted uh. jokes. Do you have trouble remembering jokes? No, you think about jokes all the time. Mm-hmm. I can't remember jokes. I hear a good joke. Josh was giving up on this podcast. We should wrap it up. He didn't have a joke. I didn't have a joke. Dang. I mean, no, I did. I had two jokes, but I, to- I decided not to tell them. If you can't c- tell clean jokes, you know, where's the skill? <laughs> <laughs> if your jokes rely on dirty humor. Thanks for watching the Midnight Special. <laughs> listening, listening. Listening to the Midnight yeah. Special. Well, you could have said... You could have said... I could have shed? You could have said this. Knock, knock. Who's there? Angst. Angst, too. Thanks for <laughs> listening to the Midnight Special. Something stupid like that. Okay. Here comes that's, Wyatt. That's pretty good. Not... Okay. First... <laughs> Uh, hey Wyatt, knock knock. Who's there? Roads. Roads who? Where well, we're going? We don't need roads. <laughs> yeah, let's end it there. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Smile, my boy. <laughs> <laughs>